The pronator teres has two originations. The ulnar head originates at the coronoid process, and the humeral head originates at the medial epicondyle of the humerus, which is the common flexor origin. It inserts at the lateral surface of the radius, about midway down. The action is pronating and flexing the forearm at the elbow. Enervated by the median nerve, vascularized by the ulnar and radial arteries. The flexor carpi radialis originates at the medial condyle of the humerus, the common flexor origin, and inserts at the base of the second metacarpal. The action is flexion and abduction, radial deviation of the wrist. Enervated by the median nerve and vascularized by the ulnar artery. The palmaris longus is an inconsistent muscle. The tendon is frequently harvested for cervical repair of elbow, shoulder, or wrist. If you bring your thumb and pinky together in opposition and flex the wrist, you will see it pop up right in the middle if you have this muscle. It originates at the medial epicondyle of the humerus, the common flexor origin, and it inserts at the distal flexor retinaculum and the palmar aponeurosis. The action is flexion of the wrist and tension of that palmar aponeurosis. So as we bring our thumb and pinky towards one another, squeezing the palm, we see the palmaris longus pop up. Enervated by the median nerve, vascularized by the ulnar artery. The flexor carpi ulnaris has two originations also. The humeral head originates on the medial epicondyle of the humerus, the common flexor origin, and the ulnar head originates at the olecranon and posterior border of the ulna. The insertion is the pisiform, the hook of the hamate, and the fifth metacarpal. The action is flexion and adduction, or ulnar deviation, of the wrist, enervated by the ulnar nerve, vascularized by the ulnar artery, which makes sense since it's the flexor carpi ulnaris. The pisiform develops within the tendon of the flexor carpi ulnaris as it serves to increase the contractile force of the flexor carpi ulnaris. The flexor digitorum superficialis, despite being named superficialis, is actually in the intermediate layer and is deep to the muscles that we've already named. It has two originations also. One is at the humeral ulnar head, where it originates at the medial epicondyle, the common flexor origin, and the coronoid process. And the radial head originates at the radius below the radial tuberosity, sort of the proximal quarter of the muscle, or of the bone, but with a little bit of a gap at the top. It inserts at the sides of the shafts of the middle phalanges of the medial four digits, so all of the fingers. It flexes the proximal interphalangeal joint and more strongly flexes at the metacarpal phalangeal joint. This is one of the big grip muscles. Enervated by the median nerve and vascularized by the ulnar artery. The flexor digitorum profundus originates at the proximal three quarters of medial and anterior surfaces of ulna and interosseous membrane. It inserts in two places the medial part, or the ulnar part, same thing, insert at the base of the distal phalanges of the fourth and fifth digit, so pinky finger and ring finger. And the lateral or radial part of the muscle 
inserts at the base of the distal phalanges, phalanges on the second and third finger, so pointer and middle fingers. So again, the medial part is fingers four and five, the lateral part is fingers two and three. The action is flexion at the distal interphalangeal joint, innervated by the ulnar nerve, the ulnar part, and the radial part is innervated by the median nerve via the interior interosseous nerve, which is a branch of the median nerve. The ulnar and anterior interosseous arteries vascularize this muscle. This muscle is deep to the flexor digitorum superficialis. So again, it's one big muscle, but kind of splits into two as it heads for the medial compartment and the lateral compartment of the fingers. So kind of think of Star Trek here. The medial part does fingers four and five, ring finger, pinky, and is innervated by the ulnar nerve. The lateral part, the radial part, fingers one and fingers two and three, pointer and middle, are innervated by the median nerve. The flexor pollicis longus originates at the anterior surface of the radius and interosseous membrane, sort of in the middle third, inserts at the base of the furthest phalanx of thumb, so the distal phalanx. The action is flexion of the thumb and the phalanges of that thumb, innervated by the median nerve via the anterior interosseous nerve and vascularized by the anterior interosseous artery. It is the most deep and lateral tendon traveling through the carpal tunnel. The pronator quadratus originates at the distal quarter of the anterior ulna and inserts at the distal quarter of the anterior radius. So originates on the ulna, inserts on the radius, because radius has an eye in it. And the action is pronating the forearm, deep fibers bind radius and ulna. The innervated by the median nerve and vascularized by the anterior interosseous artery. This is the deepest muscle of the anterior forearm compartment and the anterior interosseous artery and nerve travel deep to this muscle 